This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Tuesday. You're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We have a very exciting show right here on Future Talk. And to be honest, I think what makes it exciting is I, you know, Hani yesterday sent me the most shocking news that I think I will ever, or I've been, I've come across in a few months now. Jeff Bezos. How, why, and what did he do? He basically stepped down as Amazon CEO, and I think the whole world is waiting to understand why did that happen and what is his next step. So we're going to be revealing a lot more details about this crazy decision in just a few moments. Yes, and we're also talking about how hackers have dem- demanded $70 million to actually restore data held by companies that were hit in a cyber attack. Now, we do know that ransomware has been on the high lately ever since the COVID-19 pandemic as um, a lot of us do rely on on our internet and meetings and whatnot to get our job done. But now these hackers are kind of holding them by the neck and asking for $70 million. Yes, indeed. In the world of gadgets, Saz is happening as well. As we talk about the new upcoming iPhone 13, a lot of people were hoping for a different name for the next iPhone, but sadly, it's going to take the name iPhone 13. But it has a lot of new features when it comes to charging wirelessly. What are they and how can they come in handy? you got to stay tuned to find out more about it. Yes, and if you're a screaming human, we got a drone that will <laughs> run after you. So if you just scream Rescue, for rescue, yeah, and it will run. So you go, ah, what do you need? Great reenactment. Yeah. So we're going to be talking to you guys about those drones and uh, what do they do and why you got to scream <laughs> for them to hunt you down. In the world of apps, lots is happening as well as we discuss Instagram and what its chief executive, Adam Moziri, has to say about basically the reality and what this app is all about. We usually think it's a photo sharing app, but they definitely have different plans for this social media application coming in very soon. Yes. Keep all 95 locked. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we're talking all about Amazon because Jeff Bezos is doing something <laughs> that's giving me some feelings, ladies and gentlemen. And um, the song is Summer Feelings, but it's not summer. It is something else. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, bits and bytes do connect our world. But you know what else connects us? Amazon. You know, Amazon has been the sole provider for a lot of things ever since the COVID-19 pandemic, and one of them being e-commerce. We've been getting a lot of things, and I personally have been ordering a lot when it did come to Amazon, the pandemic. I mean, I ordered a lot of things. And, you know, Jeff Bezos' net worth kind of doubled or even tripled during the pandemic because everyone said, you know what, I don't want to go out. I just want to order things online. (laughs) But now, ladies and gentlemen, the world has been shocked because Jeff Bezos has actually stepped down as Amazon's boss. Now, it's 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 very shocking because when I think about it, you know, Amazon is at the peak right now. Exactly. And a very similar move actually happened with Jack Ma, my my favorite tech giant, Jack Ma, because a few months ago, he also basically stepped down from his big company Alibaba and a lot of the whole world was actually shocked by this decision and I feel like it's just been one tech giant after the other Bill leaving Gates. their company oh yes Bill, Bill Gates. Gates as well CEO of Microsoft he created Microsoft I mean it does seem that 
It's I a trend. Th- it's kind of a trend, and it does kind of seem like every time a company kind of gets under fire, uh, the CEO is like, "Oops, I'm out." Right? They don't want to. They, they don't want to be held accountable for their actions True. or for their company's actions. And we do know that Amazon is at its peak right now, and uh, we do kind of suspect something is wrong because mm. just after 27 years, he says, "Hey, I'm out." You know. And I feel I feel like something like this mm-hmm. is kind of shocking. I agree with you, especially because it's been like two decades since he actually created Amazon. It's a two-decade-run company that he's leaving, and the company actually announced in February that Bezos would transition from. CEO to executive chair. He said that he wanted to spend more time on his other ventures and recently we've seen him do that. He wanted to go to outer space with his brother um, on his very own well-known rocket SpaceX. So it's it's interesting to see him focusing on different things because it's a very similar move to what Bill Gates did when he left Microsoft. He said that he wanted to focus on more philanthropy work and he wanted to create more good for society. But even as he steps back in a less public role at the company, he still had tremendous effort on Amazon. Yet now he's leaving it all together. And one thing that actually shocked me uh, is that, right, Blue Origin, his space agency, lots of potential, yeah. a new kind of uh, thing to grab onto. Mm. But then he says he wants to focus on the Washington Post, which is a media outlet. Yeah. Why? Right? How, why would you want to focus? Why would you want to put Amazon on the side mm. and focus on a newspaper media outlet? It could right? be. I mean, I think, I, if, especially if he's planning to like publish opinion pieces, he might want to change the world through his own opinions and that, thoughts and ideas. But I don't see you, why he can't do that while still being. A I CEO. think someone would have have more influence talking from Amazon. Yeah. Right, A lot of young entrepreneurs look at people like Jeff Bezos, Bill mm-hmm. Gates, Elon Musk, Jack Ma. They look at these people as kind of motivation and inspirational figures. Yeah. So when you say, hey, I'm J- I'm Jeff from the Washington Post, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? I mean, the Washington True. Post is a very successful uh, media outlet. But at the same time, nothing goes to that caliber that Amazon is and, and was. Now, when we look at it, Amazon definitely did face a lot of criticism during the pandemic and even very recently with the way they treat their warehouse workers. Um, It's something that Bezos actually pledged to address as the new executive chair. So looking at it, he's not leaving Amazon completely. He's just moving from CEO position to executive chair. So he's no longer going to be monitoring the day-to-day activities, the day-to-day issues of Amazon, but rather handing it down to who the, a woman called her, a man called Andy JC, which basically was one of the people working at Amazon. He had a top position and now he's going to be the new CEO of Amazon. Now, another interesting part about it is that what he wants is basically to automate a lot of Amazon's practices. So I'm interested to see, does that involve more robotics involved in Amazon rather than humans and human employees? So this way, maybe he could remove all the criticism all at once you know what the arabic saying is omnia which one fee in the film right there is something <laughs> behind the scenes that is going on that True. we don't know and it kind of feels <laughs> like he's lying for us you get it yeah i get it but don't oh, that was a horrible <laughs> one but this snake ships lie for you you're listening to pulse 95 daily digital news Bits and bytes connect our world. 
Cybercrimes have been on the rise for quite some time, ever since the COVID-19 pandemic became a part of our lives. But this is taking cybercrimes to a whole other level because hackers are actually demanding $70 million to go ahead and restore data that was held by the companies that were hit in those cyber attacks. Now, ransomware... It's it's a very it's a very unfortunate event that tends to happen. Whenever a hacker has information, they ask for money to give it back to you. And a lot of the times we hear cybersecurity experts state that the one thing you should not do is pay that amount because that basically gives them an incentive to go ahead and do it again. But these companies that were affected, they are worldwide companies. They hold a lot of information. And they were actually, when we trace the steps back of those hackers, those hackers were actually a Russia-linked group. They were counted amongst the cyber criminal world's most prolific extortionists. So they're not just a couple of kids hacking around, you know? It's a big gang, and those gang are definitely determined to get that money so that they can give that information back, and that's if they give the information back. Yes, and Reuters actually went out and asked for this company or this hacking group to comment and they did not uh, respond to that comment. Now, the group does go by Re-Evil or I'm going to say Revils because R and Evil together. Now, yeah. that ransomware attack which the group did execute on Friday was among the most dramatic in a series of increasingly attention-grabbing attacks. Now, it does seem that they're trying to make a statement. Now, the gang did break into Casio which is a Miami-based information technology firm and did use their access to reach some of its clients' clients, setting off a chain reaction that did quickly paralyze the computer of hundreds of firms worldwide. Now, an executive at that company, which is called Cassie, did say that they were aware of the ransom demanded, but did not immediately return for their messages seeking comment. Now, about a dozen different countries were also affected, and uh, in at least one case, the disruption did spill out into the public domain mm-hmm. when Swedish co-op grocery store, just like, you know, we have Charger Co-op. Yeah. Uh, Swedish co-op grocery store chain did have to close hundreds of stores on Saturday because its cash registers had been knocked offline as a consequence of that attack. Now, it does seem, again, they are saying it is more of an attention grabbing. They're trying to make a statement. And it does seem... That, I mean, a question that does come to mind, though, is how is a cashier, a uh, cash register connected to the Internet? You know, that they have some advanced cash registers. I'll tell you that. I feel like it's a whole system that they were able to hack to into. To knock off, yeah. yeah. And the impact of this hack is actually still coming into focus. You know, they still don't know how bad things are. As far as of now, every company that was hit was actually including different schools, different small and public sector bodies. There were even travel organizations that were hit, Leisure organizations, we've seen different accountants that were impacted by this big hack. And the company was actually, the company behind the hack or the gang, Revil uh, Revil Gang, was actually even collaborating with other hackers in different countries. Some in Brazil, known as the JBS, uh, others in even Sweden. So we've seen a lot of them that have actually been collaborating with one another. But some of these hackers were actually getting that ransomware paid, you know, Mm -hmm. when we look at the gang known as JBS, they were able to get $11 million to give the information back. Looks like I got into the wrong profession. <laughs> I'm just saying. You used to hack as a kid, don't you? I used to Didn't hack you? other kids, not hack companies. And that was a game. I would tell them, if you type your password backwards, it won't show. Oh my god. Right? And you know, they used to fall for that. We're like 12 years old. It was Club Penguin. Give me a break.
Club Penguin? Yeah. That's what you used to hack? Yeah, and that was it. Yes. Do you really, is it really a I hack? I love Club Penguin. If they typed in their password, they'd be like, it's I'd be social like. social engineering done social well. Social engineering done well. Ladies and gentlemen, let's know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do our thoughts or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. What do you think about ransomware? $70 million. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the iPhone 13. Some updates and some people will be upset with the new name. Of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Last week, we guys told you about how the iPhone 13 maybe wasn't going to be named the iPhone 13. Apple did uh, do a kind of a poll, and a lot of people didn't want that name. They wanted something 74%. new. 74%. Yeah, refreshing 74%. I don't know where they find those 74%. They want something refreshing, right? They wanted iPhone 2021. 2021. That's what they thought was unique. Yeah, unique. Very unique. You know, very, very you know, creative. <laughs> and uh, Apple said they would take it into consideration. But mm-hmm. now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we know the new name of the new iPhone. iPhone 12. Now it's going to be iPhone 13. Wow. Subhanallah. <laughs> very, very different. Very different. And uh, we do have a couple of rumors on what can we expect with the new iPhone 13. As we do get closer to September, we mm-hmm. get more and more leaks. And you guys know us. We love our leaks when it does come to Apple. So we're going to be telling you what Apple does plan to include in that new iPhone 13. Yes, indeed. We are looking at a slightly bigger wireless charging coil in the new iPhone coming up in September. Now, this potentially means a much improved heat management. So your phone is not going to heat up as much as it does, which is phenomenal if you're living right here in the UAE. I think my phone is like dying as I walk in the heat. (laughs) You know, because of how hot it was, Mm. not only did a friend of mine's uh, phone set hot temperature, his, you know, like how some, some cars, most cars nowadays, they have a, they have a, they have a screen in their car. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a like media in the car player. Play or yeah. Whatever. Said too hot. Oh my gosh. The the car is the saying car the car said it's too to, hot. The car refuses to play yeah. music because it's too hot. The DVD, the the oh touch screen, God. you know, your media setup. It says too hot. My God, our tech, I feel like, is just it's not ready to deal with the summer heat. What is built for the summer heat? I mean, I'm not built for the summer heat. I come in here, man. You know, today I was really upset. Why? Because I came I came to work in the morning. I went back home mm. and my hair was messy a lot because of the heat. I was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to brush it. Yeah. You know, I don't brush my hair a lot. I brush it. Everything looks great. I jump in the car. I come back to, I come to work. I look in the mirror and it looks like I just came out of Mad Max. <laughs> You know Mad Max, right? Yes. It looks like I, you, she's looking at my hair right now. She's laughing because it's, it's weird. The heat, man, it's making my hair go. Pfft. I can't. Right? It looks like it. The lo- analogy, though. Yeah, man. I mean, with the headphones on, it looks tame. It's it looks tame, tame like down. Mad Max. And I'm like, man, <laughs> what? Like I did contemplate shaving my head. No, 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 no. That's- I think I will shave my head. That buzz cut. My God. You know. Because, no. I mean, imagine I'm a human being. What about a gadget? How oh. is that going to uh, handle this heat? And I, I think that is why um, Apple kind of felt that yeah. a lot of people were complaining about the heat when it does come charging your iPhone. And or I, Yeah, and I think also the issue of they create 
iPhones that are now much faster, much stronger. They include a lot of features. It needs the power to be able to handle it. So they're including much improved heat management, higher voltage or wattage, which basically means that we're looking at reverse wireless charging becoming a part of the new iPhone. Yes, which is a bad thing. Why? Because nowadays you're going to be kind of trading your batteries. Be like, oh, go this. Listen, bro, I don't have charge. Give me your, give me your phone. Let me charge my phone a little bit, right? A lot of people. Isn't that the feature that Huawei launched like centuries yeah, ago? Yeah, that's it's been a feature that's been for a while. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people don't like it because then it's kind of like, hey, you got extra data to open hotspot True. for me, and now you got what's your percent seventy? What if it was forty-five? Right, like you just gave me a little bit. Honey, bidding on on phone batteries. Yeah, man. Like, what do you want? It's my phone. Like, you have eighty. I have ten. Yo, oh, get uh, twenty, twenty. Allah please. God save you. God save. You. God keep you in life. You know, twenty percent, please. Guess what? I'll always be the one needing the battery. <laughs> <laughs> Never the one giving. I'm not getting the new iPhone then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Four, two, one, five. Do it slots. Or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Are you excited for that reverse? Um, Very excited. <laughs> charging, wireless charging. And does your hair go cuckoo when you go out of the house, man? I know for me, right? Omni can see it right now. She's looking at my hair. My hair is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually pay attention when yeah, you came I in. Yeah, I pay attention, right? And uh, I think a lot of uh, people can relate that uh, hair goes frizzy. I think the word's frizzy, right? Yeah, frizzy. That's frizzy, yeah. <laughs> Let us know 1415 Durat Salat. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. You know how when we usually are in need of help, the first thing we think about saying is help. You know, we start screaming as loud as we can. Help, help. No, I Google. Help. (laughs) Why? Why? Why Google? Why? Why Google? That's the first, that's when I, I'm in trouble. What if you don't have Google? You don't have an internet service. You're out in the desert. You're out. I cry. Um, <laughs> you'll scream, okay? You'll scream. And now drones can actually hunt down screaming humans who are in need of help. Why do you guys say hunt? You know what hunt means, Omnia? Yes, hunt. If you're a predator, you know? Like, uh, you're the prey. So the human is a prey. The voice acting skills these past two days have the been drone is else. a Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Uh, let me hear more about this hunter drone. Now, scientists are actually training drones to be able to... I was going to say hunt down again, but find. Yes. To find people who are in need of help. You know, whether it was on a safari, in a desert... Stuck in the mountain mountains, especially if we're talking about people in the U.S. or all around the world, even right here in the U.E., who go out on hikes. These drones will be able to find those people through the sound of their screaming, which I think is just... It feels like a scene from the Terminator, some form of, of, of movie, but... And <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining someone, right? Yeah. Like being stuck on the mountain. Just hey, scre- drone! Scre- no, not even uh, like screaming for like five hours. And the drone, but we're talking about tech, so I think yeah. the drone will be able to hunt them. Down. I mean, let's say for example, we just launched the drone, right? We're like four. We just we just knew that someone is lost. It's yeah. been like four hours, and yeah. Hanny hasn't been saying anything, right? Or Hanny died out of thirst or dehydration. Yeah, but I'm saying when it comes to screaming, right? Yeah. Like imagine four hours ago, Hanny didn't come back from his hike. 
We call the people that need to be finding them. And Hanny's been, been screaming for the past four hours. He ah! lost his voice. Like, I mean, it's kind of weird. It's a great, a gr- I, I like the concept of it. Yeah. But I don't think someone would be screaming for four hours. The execution is. is yeah. Like instead rocky. of having infrared on it, heat seeking. Yeah. We have, let's put a microphone. A, a, a collection of microphones. Collection, on the yes. Yeah. Let's, let's put a microphone on a drone. And if it senses screaming, we'll let it find him. Now, thinking about it, you know, how can these drones actually process the screaming? That's a big question that a lot of researchers have actually been thinking of. And scientists are saying that they're going to be using a technology known as beam forming. Now, beam forming, in a very simplistic way, it's, it's a very complex topic, it basically looks at taking voices from different directions, which is very important when you're talking about a drone circulating a large area. So they're trying to basically capture the lowest sound possible. Even if it's lowest decibels, this drone will be able to pick it up. So even if my my voice is going... Even if a mouse is stuck. Yeah. They'll be able to find it. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, it does utilize 32 microphones, so they should be... a lot of microphones. Yeah, I mean, they should be able to detect it. Now, again, they are also using a monopulse radar technique to establish the exact angle of the sound, and that technique does compare to at least two simultaneous beams received from slightly different directions, and it does kind of determine which signal is stronger to detect the position of the target. Kind of remembers me of bats and sonar. Mm. You know, bats, yeah. bats can't see. True, but they can. They have very sensitive hearing. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of feel like it's the same concept to understand the surroundings, the same thing. Actually, do you know, Omnia, a lot of uh, tech mm. or a lot of uh, things are kind of inspired by animals. Yes. You know, I, th- I think, correct me if I'm long, wrong, ladies and gentlemen, the airplane, right? No. The Wright brothers. Oh yes, they, they were inspired. Uh, they were inspired by I think an eagle or a bird, yeah, and an they kind of yes. they tried to mimic the same thing. Remember, I don't know you. I don't know if you know him, but Abbas bin Fidnas. I've heard of him, but I haven't. I haven't read the story. He's the first Arab to think about flying with an airplane. He attached two wings to himself and then yeah. ended up dying. Did he fly? No. He, he died. He flew a few, a little bit. But died. I think, yeah. Let me double check. Yeah, do check that. I mean, we but, don't want yeah. Abbas Ibn Farnas. Abbas Ibn Farnas. He's so well known. I've, I've heard of him, but I've never heard his story. Yeah, look, this is so. When, what what year was that? He was in the Andalusi, Andalusi period. Andalusian period. What, what, what he year was though? a brilliant scholar. Uh, What year? Hmm. The Wright Brothers, I do believe, was... Um, the mid- American uh, version of this. Yeah, I think it was back in the 1900s. The well, Wright Brothers. Early, before the World War... before I think before World War One. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But again, I mean, we're looking at tech uh, mostly being inspired by animals, subhanAllah. I mean, even the Wright... It was in the 9th century. 9th century, yeah, I know what century is that. So, you know, you know, like even Omnia uh, radars were yeah. kind of... Um, uh, like the submarines mm. from whales. No way. Yeah. Because because whales they communicate. Because if a whale is in let's say, um, an al hamriya, yeah. right, and it can communicate with a with a whale in al khan. Right. What? I can't believe we're talking about whales yeah. communicating. I used to watch a lot of National Geographic documentaries. Documentaries. But we, it's so we interesting. We can see the bird. 
Guy, it's always a British guy, man. It, or it, Australian. It, sound, it sounds sophisticated. And Australians. You know, the American, the American accent doesn't work that well when it do with, with a documentary. Yeah, we well, can see that alligator right there. It's coming. Look, the the end of the story is this drone is still in development. I think it's a great invention. I think they need to, to, to fix it a little bit. And I like how it's interesting to see that a lot of tech innovations were actually inspired by animals. Who would have thought? Let us know your thoughts and how do you think this drone would come in handy? Do you go on a lot of hikes, safari trips, and would you want a drone like this just in case someone got lost? Let us know your thoughts. 4215, do it Salat or send into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, we're going to be talking all about Instagram and why it is no longer just a photo sharing app. Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, we do know our Instagram starting to become a little too face-to-face. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m. Check this out. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, we gotta talk about checking this out. Really, you have to check this out because we're talking yeah. about Instagram, mm-hmm. right? It's an app, but it's no longer becoming a photo sharing app. Now we do know that we that Instagram does want to kind of be that e-commerce place, yes. right? Has reels, has videos, but Instagram was always labeled as that high-quality pictures, photography, uh, blogging type it's a of photo platform. Sharing. But now Adam Mosery says it's no longer that. Yes. Now we do know that Adam Mosery he is Instagram's basically the Instagram boss. He comes out a lot on different lives, uh, live streams to talk about how and what are the new features of new of Instagram that are going to be coming up. But in his opinion, Instagram is no longer just a photo sharing app. He feels like it's too limiting and he sees it now as leaning a little bit more into video, learning, leaning a little bit more into the um, short video schemes, which we've seen through Reels. And when it was launched back in 2010, it was mainly intended for people who just want to post pictures of their everyday lives through their phones. But through the years, this kind of shifted a little bit when influencers joined the game, professionals joined the app, and they started taking it into a whole other level. Yes, now we do know that Instagram did launch in 2010, and it was actually intended to be a platform for people who wanted to post pictures of their everyday lives Mm -hmm. through their phones, and it was very successful. However, over the years, it kind of shifted and evolved with more influencers and professionals joining that app. Now, obviously, the Instagram boss did do some internal research, and we did find out, or they found out, that Instagram users told the company the number one reason for using the app was to be entertained. Now, a lot of people use their phones to be entertained and to keep up with other apps, for example, TikTok and YouTube. They have added Reels, Shop and even Live over the years. And going forward, they even actually hinted that Instagram would hand out more recommendations as well as embrace video more broadly to keep up with the com- competitors such as TikTok and YouTube. And Omnia, hmm. my crystal ball has not failed me yet. I'm laughing because I remember when you said that. You know, you know, Omnia, sometimes I wish my feelings were wrong. 
You wish? Because it's not only with everything in life, you know? If I feel like I sense something... The, it has to sense it. The sixth yeah, sense. I, the sixth sense is always right, yeah. you know? And that's what scares me. The gut feeling. The gut, My gut mm. feeling has never been wrong. And when it does come to these apps, I did... To, I, I, we've talked about it a lot on the show. I told Omnia Instagram is going to, to expand. And they do see TikTok as a big threat. Yeah. Now, I don't believe they won't really care about YouTube. Actually, I think, I think it's, Insta- it's TikTok. The most. I do see YouTube though, because we do know that just last month, Facebook confirmed that they're going to be testing the option of letting users upload content from their desktops, which is a very like, it's a very YouTube-like feature. You know, with YouTube, you upload videos from your laptop. Yeah. So maybe them allowing you to upload content from your laptop means that you can maybe upload heavier, much larger files. Mm. Who knows? But. We do know that a lot of people also want access to Instagram from their computer. So they're also going to be allowing this feature very soon on desktop computers. Yeah, but when it did, did come to that desktop computer thing, I do believe it was kind of more catered to those social media yeah, marketers. Directors, because again, they, social uh, Instagram is a very good platform to market yourself. And um, we kind of see YouTube kind of copy. I think at this point, Omnia, mm. YouTube copies from Instagram, Instagram copies YouTube, right? They all copy from each other. YouTube even copied TikTok with the YouTube shorts. Yeah. Right? And then YouTube copied Instagram with the Instagram stories. And then Instagram copied TikTok with the reels. What has TikTok copied? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. They don't even have an Insta, like a a messaging, they have a direct message, but you can't even have those groups. Man, yeah, now that I think of it, TikTok never copied anyone. Never copied anything. Very original and very good content. And after TikTok kind of rebranded itself, it was, if you remember, music.ly, Musical.ly. Oh, yes. That was what it was branded as. And then uh, they changed, they revamped everything, and then boom. And again, I think the sole success uh, that came from TikTok was the Indian funny videos. Right? Well, there was a lot of good Indian yes. cro- content creators. Yeah. And I'm kind of upset that they still have it banned in India. Yeah, I was just going to say it's banned in India now. Because they kind of, they, they introduced they, that Indian Bollywood drama they kicked it on off. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, they kicked it off. They let the platform kind of They gave it life. traction, yeah. And then India was like, nope, it's banned. Bad. Right? And again, I'm looking at TikTok becoming or it already is the big dog in the playhouse. Yeah, and nowadays you hear a lot of influencers and social media, you know, popular people go ahead and say, oh, I don't like TikTok because I'm not good at it. And now it's like a, it's like a weak point that counts for a social media influencer if you're not good on TikTok. And Omnia, if you did not notice, a lot of influencers or a lot of people on Instagram Mm. have how many followers they have on TikTok and they put it in their bio. You didn't. You what? never noticed that. No. I see a lot of people say TikTok 50k, right? So now it's like it's kind of like a proud feeling. Yeah, it's like I think, a should showing I start off. putting 20k, 22k on my Instagram? But imagine that, Omnia. 22k, honey, AB. Yeah, yeah. Would you imagine? Imagine selling that. point. I think. I think. I th- again, TikTok is a great platform. I enjoy using it a lot. I use it mostly for fun and yeah. informative, creative. I just use it as a platform. Whatever. I want to post and a lot of people are the same some people even there's a lot of tiktok accounts that kind of grasp onto one personality oh yes right and one character true 
and they just go with it. Let us know how long do you spend, how much time do you spend on TikTok and do you like the platform? Also, do you feel like Instagram is soon going to be not a photo sharing app and it's going to be a lot more? Share with us your thoughts at 4215-DORTESALOT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. This marks the end of Future Talk, but we are going to be back again tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m., mm-hmm. but... But Omnia, you said to check our screen time. I got eight hours a week on TikTok per 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 week. Yes, on TikTok. Yes, eight hours per week on TikTok. That's like an hour, even more than an hour. An hour every a day. day. Yeah, yeah. An hour, an hour and, a, and a couple of. Uh, an things. hour a day on TikTok. An hour a day keeps, keeps the border <laughs> boredom away. Let us yes. know your guys' thoughts. Four two one five. Do it slots or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five radio. But this does conclude Future Talk for today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.